Hey, how's it going, everybody? You're listening to Jeff Grant's Rambling Podcast. I can't remember what episode this is right now. I don't have it in front of me. I think it's seven or eight or one of those. Anyway, uh, this I'll just go ahead and say it. This is a more laid-back episode. There's no music. There's no interview. It is not scripted. Uh, I just had a couple things on my mind that I thought might be interesting. I, I realized this week that uh, I always, I, I think I want to be uh, like a comedian. I want to be somebody who's always funny, but I realized that I don't actually, I'm not actually that funny. But if I have anything to offer, it's usually like observational kind of stuff. So uh, that was kind of my thought when I recorded uh, a couple of these little pieces so I, I don't I didn't I wasn't trying to make you laugh so much but I was I, I felt like maybe I could still uh, at least talk a little bit and make it interesting but anyway that's the deal this week and uh and you know it's it's part of this whole evolving podcast deal like this thing's always trying to figure itself out and uh, I, I I like having a podcast but this I've had to really doing a lot of soul searching is a part of me has been like should I just stop doing this because this is might be really boring to a lot of people uh but uh, then this other part of me is like the thing that's gonna make this good is if I just keep doing it and learning as I go and uh figuring out what what are my strengths and you know what what am I just so horrible at that I need to kind of let go of uh and so that's kind of where my my mind is with this and it's probably where my mind is a lot of weeks with this podcast but uh it's yeah it's still evolving it's still living up to its name and uh here you go uh I've been thinking about this podcast a little bit and uh I think each week it's like I'm trying I want to figure out a way to make it uh, something that's interesting to people for people to listen to. I know I've talked about this a lot, but it's kind of something that this thought in my mind. It's always this thing that just keeps cycling through my head. Is like, what's interesting? What would somebody want to listen to? And I realized I, I've I've gotten like three. I've in- interacted with three people who listen to this, and they're all guys, and they're all kind of around my age, and. Um, I think when I first started doing this podcast, I had this idea that maybe, you you know how you know people who are uh, all different ages and they all, everybody's got all these different values and what they think is important or whatever, or interests. It's kind of like on uh, Twitter or Facebook, I like to say stuff, but I like to tweet like a link to some story about some movie that's coming out. And a lot of times after I tweet something, I'll think, man, I I think that about three people will be really glad to hear that. And everybody else will just not know what in the world that was even about. Anyway, what I've, I've, something I've been thinking about with the podcast is I realized that uh, I I need to stop trying to make it something that everybody can listen to and love because I don't think my audience is really that broad (laughs) honestly it's probably just these specific people and uh 
one of the things that got me thinking a little more about this is I went and saw this movie, Her, that just came out. Well, it came out, I think, in New York and L.A. and Chicago and a couple other cities. It came out, like, around Christmas there, but it was just released here in DFW this weekend. So I went uh, Friday uh, afternoon to go watch it. And uh, and I, my, my response to it, it was, I thought it was, I was like, this kind of sums up a lot of how I, a lot of the way I try to connect with people or don't connect with people is personally, like, it's probably my favorite movie I saw, like, in two, of 2013. But, like, I don't, there, I know, like, all these people who I wouldn't recommend it to because I know it just would not be something they'd be interested in. Like, it wouldn't be too, a lot of people want, their their movies to be like you know not rated r i guess could clear some of it and then uh it's it's kind of too in a lot of people don't like the independent nature even though that movie probably had a pretty good budget uh the feeling of it is is more kind of low-key and uh i can see i can i could imagine a lot of people who are probably more into like action movies or whatever, going and watching that movie and just being bored. But it was, but for me personally, I really loved the movie and I got a lot out of it and it made me think about it a lot of it. Anyway, um, I I was just thinking about about that and how, how, uh, it, it sort of reminded trying to, I was actually talking to my dad about the movie and I realized I'd, I wouldn't recommend it to him because I don't think some of the subject matter, I th- I feel like he wouldn't be able to enjoy the movie because of some of the, the stuff that happens in the movie. Does that make any sense? I don't think he would have been able to get past that, but it didn't, for me, it didn't cloud my enjoyment of it, I guess. Um, aren't you glad you listened to this podcast? Yeah. Okay, uh, so like for Christmas, my grandma gave me a um, a gift card to Barnes and Noble, the bookstore, and uh, I I really like Barnes and Noble a lot. Um, but I, I have these mixed feelings about buy, buying things from there because a lot of it is really expensive. Like around here, there's this Barnes and Noble that's right around the corner from this Best Buy. And a lot of times I'll go into the Barnes and Noble and I'll be looking in the like DVD Blu-ray section and I'll see some Blu-ray and it's like $45. And then if I go around the corner to Best Buy, it's only, you know, like $25 or something like that. Like they always have these high prices. Anyway, the gift card was for like $25. And uh, I'm really excited to use it, but I've just been I've been wanting to take my time to try to figure figure out the right thing to get. And uh, I feel like I could kind of throw it away on something and not really care about it. But uh, the last couple of days I've been thinking about there's this book I saw in there in uh, Barnes and Noble a, a few months ago. I think I, I think it must have been like Black Friday. I was in there looking for Christmas presents, and uh, I found this book by. Uh, David Byrne, who's the lead singer of the Talking Heads band, and it's called uh, How Music Works, or something like that. I think that's the title. 
I probably should look it up, but anyway, um, and a lot of, from what I read, it was, I really liked what he had to say and, uh, about kind of the, the, how, when you're making music, a lot of times the context of like where it's going to be performed is, is really important. And, uh, anyway, I, I'll probably go buy the book eventually, but, uh, the other day I downloaded the, like a sample of it on the, like the iBook on my iPad so I could read, uh, just like read like the first few chapters just to see if I wanted to get it for sure. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a good way to figure out if you want to buy a book actually, if y'all, if you don't ever do that. Uh, anyway, so I was reading it and, uh, he was talking about these different clubs that he'd played in and how the architecture of the rooms uh, kind of contributed to the experience of what the music actually ended up meaning. You know what I mean? Like some of the stuff that he's talking about, at least so far, I haven't read, haven't got real far in the book yet, but a lot of it is talking about how um, music ends up being, I mean, a big part of it is just the way it sounds and everything, but a lot of the, in our minds, what music is, is the, is, uh, where, you know, where you were when you first heard it, or, uh, like, uh, you know, did you see it in a movie, or was it, did a, someone you loved, like, played it for you, and it kind of has all these specific connections to, like, people, or a place, or a time of, of your life, and then that kind of ends up being your a lot of connecting to your experience of what that song is, and uh, it's an in, I like that the the thought of that. Any anyway, he was talking about the his music being uh, played for um, kind kind of that he he had played at this club called CBGB's CBGB's in New York. Uh, it was like a punk. Pl- pl- punk, uh, rock venue, um, and, uh, he was talking about how it's, like, a small room, and just the shape of it was really, you couldn't, it'd be really difficult to replicate it, you know, like, if you were trying to make it in a studio or something like that, um, like, it almost was bad, bad acoustically, but that that was actually kind of a cool part of the club, I think it's, been torn down or, or something since then. I'm not, I've, I know a little bit about it, but I don't know a lot about the club. But one thing he mentioned that I thought was really interesting that kind of, um, sparked my interest or whatever, but he, he said that, um, CBGB was originally, when it was originally built, it was designed to be kind of like, uh, Tootsie's in Nashville, to- Tootsie's Orchid re- Lounge. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because actually, uh, I don't know who all knows this. I, I lived in Nashville for about six and a half years from, uh, 2002 to, uh, May of 2009 is when I moved back to Texas. But, uh, I got to spend a lot of, I don't, when he said Tootsie's Orchard Lounge, I was like, oh, I, I realized that I actually never, I don't know if I ever actually went in that place, but I walk, I've walked past, I walked past it like 
probably hundreds of times. Um, in fact, the last, it, this is what, what my point is here, here is because it kind of brought back these memories that are kind of, I like these memories. The last couple years that I was living in Nashville, um, this was probably 2007 through 2009, I guess. Um, I'd, I'd met like, I'd met a tons of people, um, there, a lot of musicians and all this. And, uh, I realized that a lot of them, like I'd moved there to do music and to, uh, like write, record and tour and all this. And that never, a part of that never even made any sense to me. I always, I thought I kept waiting for it to click in my mind and it never did. Uh, but the writing part has always been there, but Anyway, uh, I was kind of in this point in my life where I realized that uh, what I wanted to do, like with my career as far as music, that a lot of it I could probably do anywhere because all I was really doing was writing and recording music and then putting it online or kind of just in that at that level. And that I realized that that was kind of just that was about all I wanted to. Do do with it I didn't I don't I was tired of trying to pursue anything more with it it was kind of too exhausting I guess it, I just didn't feel like it was it was like trying to force something more than trying to just let it go where it naturally was supposed to go anyway <laughs> the last two years I lived in Nashville I was just living in this little apartment I had a roommate and a I was working at this Applebee's waiting tables during the day and I'd stop driving because I got, I, I get tired of paying for car stuff. Um, but I discovered that there was a, uh, like, you know, there's a bus service in Nashville that actually goes through a lot of the city. And, uh, it's not, I mean, if you, you kind of have to work with that schedule with the bus schedule to get anywhere, but you don't have to like in Texas, there's, there are places where you can ride buses, but like where I live now, it's it, trying to ride a bus. It doesn't even make any sense. You almost have to have a car, which I, it still bothers me. Anyway, so those last couple years, like I would, I would, the way the bus system worked in Nashville is it all, it's it's like a a web, in the uh, the main bus terminal was right in the middle of downtown in Nashville so like if I wanted to go you know like five miles north of where I was I'd have to go actually I'd have to get on a bus and ride straight into downtown and then get on another bus and ride to wherever that went like kind of do you know what I'm saying anyway it meant that every day after after I waited tables at Applebee's I always worked the lunch shift so I'd get on a bus and I'd go downtown and usually it was like around three or four when I'd get off and go down there and I'd have I, I've kind of made a point to try to kill about two hours just downtown uh, and then try to get on about a, a six o'clock bus back down to my apartment where I lived um, so anyway when I was reading this book about um, David Burden mentioning Tootsie's, uh, I realized I was like, that's a place I, cause that, that place is downtown. And I spent like probably about two hours a day kind of just wandering around 
downtown Nashville for the last two years that I was there, and I never actually went into uh, Tootsie's, but I walked by it so many times, I'd look in the window, and it's like, a, it's famous for, I guess, George Jones, the singer had, it's right, it, like the the, Nash, the um, Opryland, or uh, the Grand Old Opry, the one where it's at right now. I guess the the stage door in like behind the building, like where the artists will enter and exit, it's like it's only like a certain George Jones said it was like thirty two feet or some something like that. It's really close to the you can basically they could leave uh, the back door of the Grand Ole Opry and just go straight into the back door of Tootsie's because it's kind of got a alley like they're just kind of back to back. Anyway, I don't. I guess it was reading the book. It kind of brought back all these memories of wandering around down there, and it was just so. It's such a weird thing to me that I have these like this section of my life because I'd always go. What was weird is it was always I was always alone when I. I'd always I wasn't like with anybody. I'd always just kind of be wandering around <laughs> with my backpack and just wandering around listening to music on my iPod like hanging out downtown, there was this, uh, coffee shop that I like to go to, to, called, like, Dunn Brothers, which is, like, a chain, but there was, it was right in the bottom of this big, uh, I guess, the Life and Casualty building, I don't even know if it's still there, but a lot of times I would just go in there, and there was, like, this back room that was just so secluded, and I could just sit and, uh, try to write, whatever I was work trying to work on or whatever back then uh I don't know it's just kind of this thing where anytime I see anything with downtown Nashville I'm like man I used to like the the bridge the downtown runs right into the uh river right there and then right across the river is the uh the tight ten- where the Tennessee Titans play the big stadium and then they'd have they've had shows like kind of right on the river um I saw my morning jacket once on this big barge thing that they played on and uh and then there's this bridge that grows across the river and then they built this pedestrian bridge right, like right next to that and I used to just go and sit there and just like stare out at the city and I don't know it sounds crazy but that's what I do like almost every day so anytime I, I watch like a I don't watch the show Nashville the on ABC really but um when I when it first started I I would watch it and my favorite parts were always just the little the little cut scenes in between where it was like showing the city like flying a helicopter through and I'd be like oh I've been there oh I've been there oh, I went there and it was kind of it was pretty fun fun to watch it um <laughs> anyway <laughs> It's kind of a long random story, but it, it brought back this specific memory that uh, it's some. It's kind of one of those things, you know, like when you you have this time in your life. Maybe you're maybe it's you're alone during that time, but it still was really special to you. But you can't. It's hard to like tell people about it. You know, it kind of it's one of those kind of things for me where it's like I think about like those last two years and wandering around downtown Nashville, I think about that, like, honestly, kind of a lot, and it's kind of, it was, I had a lot of fun in Nashville, and uh, a lot of stuff happened, but sometimes I think about that time as just 
for me personally, it was one of my favorite times and it wasn't really with any other people. Uh, I just always think that's weird. Anyway, I just felt like talking about that. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to wrap this up for this week. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to this. Uh, I hope it wasn't, I hope it was a, a worthwhile use of your time. I hope you maybe played some good, uh, solitaire on your computer or, or, uh, iPod or something like while you were listening. That's usually what I do when I listen to podcasts or go on a little walk or some somewhere, go, you know, drive around. I don't know. I hope it was a, a good use of your time and, uh, I hope y'all have a nice week this week and, uh, maybe we'll talk again next week. All right. Bye.